What's up? How's everybody doing? How about <laughs> Sorry. I have been taking uh, a break from caffeine. I've been doing um, some alpha brain uh, by on it. And uh, I've noticed an actually increase in my energy, which is ridiculous. I've been taking some cold showers. I do that usually like three months out of the year, uh, you, you just got to be warned. If you're a dude and you take cold showers, your libido will go up, which means, you know, that peen and bean work is going to go up. You know what I'm saying? You know, that that love hammer. <laughs> love hammer. <laughs> oh, man, it is a silly goose time. I got to work out with everybody. It is um, great. It is my first, uh, you know, first official day where I don't actually have to do anything. I just had to do the podcast, which I was excited. And uh, man, you know, I was been talking the past week on some guests that we're going to have coming up. I got a month, a month and a half, two months of guests schedule out. So that feels great. And uh, I have some really good uh, people that I've been wanting to talk to myself and uh, I think will make interesting conversation. So these past uh, couple, you know, couple of weeks have been very enjoyable, you know, for me. And I think it has a lot to do with just my my attitude. I'm growing up. I'm growing up. And those of you who know when you're when you're you're meant to change and you're forced to change or you need to change and you kind of lean into it. I'm not really. Um, you know, I'm not really leaning away from it, leaning full into it, full send. Uh, so it has been an extremely enjoyable experience. And I hope that all of you can understand that I am a fool. I'm a failure. I am a uh, incomplete person. I am a um, damaged. I am all of those things, plenty of trauma. And I am simply in pursuit of trying to make better with all of those things. And I'm in, I'm in pursuit of, um, you know, just really finding, you know, finding myself. And I think I'm really getting into the, I'm trying I'm leaning into that now more than ever. And I think that with having the conversations that I've had with people outside of here in the conversations I've had inside here, it's been so helpful for me. And it's not to say that, it's not to say that, you know, it's like if you're, if you have trauma, if you have all those things, I'm not, and, and to some people that it sounds like you're almost like uh, bragging about, you know, how much shit you've been through. But I think it's more important to understand and at least recognize what is. So I've recognized what is, and now I'm, you know, trying to, I think, fix it, which is, which has been, you know, a hell of a, a good time. So I've been focusing more on the mental stuff, which is why I started doing the cold showers again, because I, I remember accomplishing quite a bit at that time. And, and it, it's more, it's more mental for me. I'm trying to cut back on, um, caffeine because caffeine is like, I mean, really winds you up, but also, you know, it really, you know, messes with you, messes with your testosterone as well. Um, you know, so for me, I, I enjoy maybe like one cup of coffee, but I don't want to have a, a shitload of coffee because I'm already an uppity person, so I don't need it. But that alpha brain stuff works really well. I've been also taking lion's mane mushrooms for probably like 
uh, like four years now, ever since that Paul Stamets uh, podcast on uh, Joe Rogan Experience too. You know, that was a, a, a profound thing for me because my I'm, I'm up for like 15 out, you know, 15, 16 hours. I'm training for like 13, you know, 12 to 13 hours a day. You know, so for me, it's like you forget a lot of things. You do a lot of things. So anything to give you kind of more of a more memory and focus and mental edge is good. Um, Host Defense is a great company. You can guys can go buy them. I'm not sponsored. I don't have anything, any affiliation. I just really like, I just really like their products because it definitely helps. It helps, um, definitely helps you stay a little bit more organized. I've, I've noticed that like uh, just with taking it these past two weeks again, uh, that feels good. So I have like these allergies in my nose. My giant nose is running. Uh, I have not a tissue in sight. So I have had uh, the, the most interesting, um, interesting um, hell yeah versus hell no. And I, and I know this is early, but we're going to get into it because it is hilarious. I have never, <laughs> I have never, <laughs> sorry, I have never dealt with so many so many people hitting the hell yeah button or hell no button and then giving me this long form explanation on some of the things that they're saying. So I think we need to get into this um, right away. And the reason why is because it, it might take a while. So we're going to get into the first one, which I think was um, just hilarious just to put it uh, the way that I put it. So we're going to get into this hell yeah versus hell no. So the first one, divorce. <laughs> now, the, the you could tell by so many people who have been ruined by divorce that when they put hell yeah, like like when they put hell yeah that they believe in divorce, there was a caveat like it's you know it it helped my mom and my dad like you could tell like the amount of people who have been ruined by divorce like just massacred by divorce financially emotionally the trauma you know two christmases oh my god you know it's it's great dad picks me up on saturdays you know <laughs> sorry i'm a product of divorce too my parents had a disgusting divorce it was freaking awful i mean one of the worst i think that was actually the catalyst for me to you know I, I, that was the straw that broke the camel's back for me to then leave. You know, I, I pretty much you know, left my house at a very, very young age. My parents were just just desecrated by the divorce. So I don't look at it. Um, I don't look at it like how people look at it. I look at it as just something that happened to me. You know, I can I can sit here and say, you know, all the stuff that I that I want with it. Sorry, this this booger is gonna this booger is gonna annoy me if I don't get it out of my nose. So I'll be right back. I'm not shutting this off. <laughs> the boogers are gone. There is no more bears in the cave. Not even a little bear cub. <laughs> I said it to my niece all the time. But listen, so divorce. Some of you with your uh, paragraphs of desperation on, on and reflecting on divorce. I'm sorry I'm laughing at your pain. Not really. Uh, so, <clears throat> so, 
So we seem to have a couple of issues with this divorce debacle. So here's the thing. What I've noticed is the people who said, and they hell yeah, divorce, which means they were okay with divorce, seem to have the longest paragraphs on why divorce ruined them. So then you have the people who said, hell nah. And with small caveats, you know, little small sentences like, hey, unless, you know, he cheated or unless he beat you or unless she beat you or unless she cheated or, you know, whatever, unless she was sleeping with your brother, which was one of the answers, which was a little too specific. But, you know, here we are. So (laughs) what I found was, here's the thing. If you're going to hell, if you're going to hell yeah, divorce and it ruined you, it ruined you as a child, as a parent, as, as whomever. It saved you and ruined you. Here's my thing, and I think I'll surprise a lot of people with this answer, especially coming from me. I don't care what you do, <clears throat> but I do think one thing, I'm, and I have not been married. I've not been married. I'm 33, haven't been married. <coughs> Ari, this is insane. I'm 33 and I have not been married. And here's the reason why. Most of my friends, most of my, um, you know, uh, buddies, some close buddies have gone through messy breakups, messy divorces. We'll talk about divorce specifically, not breakups because that's trash. Messy divorces. And I've had a lot of friends, I had a lot of family, um, Give me the examples of what I don't want in a marriage. So for me, here's what I think. I think if you're going to get married, I think if you are going to do it, if you're going to go full send with this person till death do you part, you should take it seriously. The vow is till death do you part, sickness and in health. Now, here's the other end of that coin. I think a lot of females want a wedding not a marriage. I think a lot of them want a wedding. They want a party where they're the center of attention. It's nice. Trust me. I'm the center of attention a lot. I'm usually not in a white dress. I probably couldn't pull off white because I'm not a virgin. But anyway, so the thing is, is I think a lot of you want a wedding, not not a marriage. And I think a lot of guys get kind of pushed into the situation, which I think is weak. If you're a dude that's getting bent, you know, into Marrying somebody you don't want to marry, don't do it. I did it myself. I actually was engaged. I was engaged and I was fully like, I was like, this is what I need to do. It made sense. And I remember my feelings. I wrote them down. So I know I didn't feel um, pressure from people, maybe a little bit um, from my, from my current, it was my girlfriend at the time, but I really felt pressure from myself because I felt like, Hey man, like you need to do this. This is the, the way to do it. You need to step up. And and there was a part of me that wanted to be, you know, in that. And, you know, but I wasn't looking at all the, all the variables. I wasn't looking at, do you want that mother and father-in-law <clears throat> for the rest of your life? Do you want that person for the rest of your life? Do you? So really think about it. And then after you know, I did it, you know, you propose to the person and then you're, and, and then much later you're like, oh no, what did I do? You won't speak up. So you're not really talking about it. So then you just do it anyway. And then you screw yourself. So I think it takes a lot of courage to stop a wedding before, 
like to stop a wedding before you get married. So here's my thing. With all that being said, take marriage seriously. It should be something that you take very, very seriously. I think that people don't take it very seriously, and that's what, you know, screws everybody up. So remember, you're, it's, it's more than just a party. It's more than just a celebration. It is a commitment to the other person for the rest of your days. So I think like once you kind of like, if you say it like that, I think we'd start to see people getting married a little bit older. I think you'd start seeing people um, progress their relationships maybe a little bit more um, slower. And uh, I think it would go a long way. And it would stop ruining all these kids because, man, your comments are brutal. I mean, it was like paragraphs of like, well, I think think that divorce is, you know, you need to be able to, hell yeah, you know, you got to be able to get a divorce because... You know, what happens if they're abusive and they're this and they're that? And I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm with you, but you should have known that before you married them. You know what I mean? I'm not saying stay in an abusive marriage. That's ridiculous. But what I'm saying is, is don't get married until you absolutely are sure. Do not get married until you are absolutely sure. Do not hit full send on marriage until you absolutely know. Is that fair? Cool. So I'm, obvious, I'm, I'm actually going to, <clears throat> this might surprise some of you. I'm going to hell no. Uh, divorce. I think if you marry somebody, you got to marry him for life. <coughs> My throat. This is what happens when you. I talk about marriage. I have an allergic reaction. Um. So I'm gonna say, hell not to divorce. And 63% of you said hell not to divorce, and 37% of you said hell yeah to divorce. So we're gonna learn some lessons. We're gonna learn some lessons today. Now, <clears throat> we're going to get into something, <clears throat> and I wanted to be able to talk to um, some of you about this, but I guess, you know, we'll have to, you know, settle on the 40, you know, the X amount of percentage that was on here. So, new study reveals 8% of men think they can be a lion in a fist fight. So, what we have here is 8% of men think they can be a lion in a fist fight. Okay. Here's what I have to say about that. I have seen some of the most <clears throat> dangerous knockouts. I've been around some of the, some some very large uh, you know, men, very uh aggressive, you know, men I've trained, you know, 6 foot 6 foot 6, 200 and, you know, 60 pound men. You know, I've seen, you know, some of the greatest champions. I mean, what is it, uh, Francis Ngannou? He's an absolute, you know, savage, just a massive human being. So scary. Uh, John Jones. I mean, we could, we'll, uh, Mike Tyson. Let's name some of these, some of these, uh, uh, Sonny Liston, you know, some, um, uh, Jack Dempsey, you know, let's name some of these tough guys, like real tough guys. If somebody said Sylvester Stallone, I'm going to slap him in the face. So it's like, Let's, let's really get into, you know, naming some some men that are, you know, real, real badasses. You know, George St. Pierre, you know, those those types. Um, uh, DC, um, y- y- you know, you know where I'm going with this. Very, very tough men. I'm going to say that all of them, even at the same time, let's say at the same time, got into, let's say an octagon, just because I named a lot of UFC fighters. With one lion that's been starved for like two weeks, they are getting, all of them are getting torn apart and killed. 
they're all getting torn apart and killed. None of them make it. They all just die a very terrible, terrible, terrible death. So I don't even understand how 14% of you said <clears throat> that you can actually beat a line. There was some uh, somebody who tagged um, somebody here. I got to look at it because, let's see. Taylor. Yep, it was Taylor. She tagged, she tagged Justin Rogers. He is an athlete and he is a, wow, he's a, he looks like an extremely strong man. Wow. Holy shit. Yeah, this dude is look, looking like a savage. Holy shit. Very strong. Uh, very strong young man. So, she's saying that Justin Rogers could probably kill a lion. And although this uh, dude is fucking just jacked, just jacked city right now. I wish I could call this guy right now. And just be like, dude, do you think you could take on a lion, like like a full-grown lion, all by your lonesome with your bare hands? So, Justin, if you're hearing this, Justin Rogers, I full-on respect to you. You know, you are, I mean, I think you're, what are you deadlifting right there? Jeez, Jesus. Six, <laughs> 666 for two. He squatted 686 for two. Holy fuck. That's insane. But listen, I'm sorry, dude. I think you're, I think you're getting killed by that lion. You know what I mean? Um, so, Justin, listen, respect. But I think you're going to die. <laughs> and, um, you know, I guess, I guess we'll never know. I, I would really like to test this out. But uh, I, think, I think we both would get, I think everybody would get arrested that's involved in this. I'm looking forward to the time we can do that. Um, so, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say obviously no. Nobody is taking, almost nobody is taking out a line. Maybe there's like one guy who gets lucky, you know, like like three stooges the lion in the in the, in the face and the eyes and just boink, you know, and, and just does it like that, maybe. But I doubt it. Um, so I'm obviously going to hell nod that, and 86% of you agreed with me. So let, let's, let's get on to that. So really quickly, the very last one, we have uh, class reunions, and I wanted to... Um, Thank uh, Sue Schwank. What up, Sue? Thank you for your submission. I appreciate it. That class reunions, that um, getting together with you know some some people that you don't really want to see, or re maybe you're trying to impress somebody because you got your tots done. You know, you're there. You're just you know shaking your jubblies, you know, in 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 your crush's face, and he's married to the you know to the girl he met at the supermarket that was kind of cute, and he's miserable. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I've never gone to a class reunion, so I don't know. I don't even have a class, I think. I mean, I graduated from night school like I got my GED, and, um, you know, it was good enough diploma, you know, so maybe I can graduate with some of those guys. Actually, I think most of them are in prison. Um, yeah, actually, I, I can tell you for a fact that three of them are in prison, the dudes that I, that I um, took that test with. And, you know, so I think there comes there comes a time where it's like, I'm okay with not dealing with the people that I went to school with. So I wasn't very good in school. So I think people just kind of remember me being a bit of a drifter. But as far as for everybody else, I can just go back to my hometown 
And I can tell you how most of them are doing. You know, there's, you know, what is it with, you know, if it's a dude, it's always like, it's always like an Andrew. Like there's always an Andrew that you're like, oh, what's Andrew? Oh, Andrew's doing the same thing. You know, he's drinking and he's drinking at the same bar. Yep. That's, and he's like, hey man, what's up? I haven't seen you in a while. And you're like, hey, what's up, Andrew? And he's like, no, nothing, you know, just kicking him back, you know, doing that work, you know, and he tells you how much he's making, which is always annoying. You're like, hey, how you doing? He's like, good, making, you know, 20 bucks an hour now, you know, over at the plumbing store. And you're like, all right, well, that's good, Andrew. Thanks. It's really nice talking to you. And, it, you know, it's always like that. And then if, you know, with the, the girls, it's, you know, it's always some, you know, some girl named Jess and she's still at the bar and she's still bartending and then, you know, you're like, good for you. You know, she's she makes good money, you know, but you see that she's getting weathered, you know, that she only has probably about two, three years to those things start to drop and people stop tipping her as much and all the guys stop paying attention to her. And, you know, it's rough. It's rough out there, okay? You know, she's, you know, she's slathering on fake tanning, you know, now because she can't get outside because she's working her ass off. You know, it's like we know how they're doing. We know how they're doing. I can tell you. But the class reunions, uh, for me, I actually would get along with just about everybody, you know, because I was such a, you know, crazy shithead when I was a kid. But I think that now a lot of people, you know, I've kind of talked to a lot of people on Facebook and, and um, Instagram. You know, it's been nice. It's been nice to catch up with some of them. Um, so, I mean, I, I still think, I mean, like class reunions, I mean, I'm going to say hell no I mean like I'm okay like I, I if I talk to you like I got a Facebook request from these three kids two of which of those kids I've punched in the face like I've slapped like okay yeah sorry I I they don't deserve me to punch them in the face I slapped this kid like 10 years ago 15 years ago and your friend requested me now like dude I will slap you now like I can't like there's no way that you evolved into a good person judging by you know your you know, your backwards patterned Yankee hat, your your large, you know, earrings and your neck tattoo. There's no way that, that we're going to get along right now. You know what I mean? And I hate to be that guy that says don't judge, but I'm going to say sometimes you can judge. You know, I, I, I doubt we're going to get along, okay? So I, I slapped you then and I would slap you now. So there's no point sometimes in catching up with people. You know, sometimes it's like we just got to move onward. Let's meet new people. Let's meet new friends. And I've had new friends now, you know, uh, coming in and, and good friends, people that you can you can really rely on. It's hard to make friends when you're in your, you know, late 20s and 30s too, by the way. Because it's weird. You're just like, 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 are you just like, hey, you want to hang out? Like, that just sounds weird being that this age. But, I mean, I guess sometimes you have to do what you got to do. So, yeah. Uh, but, you know, sometimes that's how it happens. So I'm going to obviously, I'm going to say hell not to this, this class reunion. Uh, it's just not for me. So, um, and 60% of you said um, class reunions, hell no. Okay. And 40% of you said hell yeah. So class reunions are out. So <clears throat> now we are going to do a little segment. And it's um, anonymous confessions. So, anonymous confessions. I was fighting with my brother, and I shot out my dad's truck window with a BB gun. But he never found out because he was, because we covered it up by saying it was an accident 
while flying while playing with baseball. <laughs> oh, hey now. Listen, I think you need to talk to your dad. I think I think um, you know you got to come clean. You got to come clean because there's some things that I should have told my dad. My dad, you know, passed away, and now I can't, you know, tell him. And sometimes I sit up at night and I'm like, man, I really should have told him that. And uh, no, that's not true. I actually I told I told my dad just about everything. You know, even the nitty gritty stuff. So it really helped uh, clear my head. So anonymous <laughs> will be very discreet. Anonymous confessions. I had a threesome in a church parking lot. Damn. <laughs> oh, boy. That goes from telling your father to definitely don't tell your father that. Yeah. So having a threesome in a church parking lot, like, I mean, it, would it be worse going in the church or in the church parking lot? I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I think for some people that's desecration. I, I think you're trying to flirt with desecration, which could be hot. I mean, hey, that's fine. That's fine. You know, you know, if the good Lord is everywhere, like, like, really, if we're thinking about it like that, I mean, if He's everywhere, you know, He will. He sees you. You know, at, while you're sleeping, He sees when you're. You know, no, that's Santa. No, that's Santa. Santa's kind of the same. They have the same like power. Um, you know, I I just think that, you know, threesome in a church parking lot. I mean, I'm just I just hope all of you had fun. You know, I hope that all three of you, you know, really, really had a good time. I don't want one of you to not have a good time. And that's the risk when you have more people in, in, in involved with you doing, doing, doing love and doing sex is that one of you might not be having a good time. And I want all of you to have a good time because that's just my, I, that's my, I'm a people pleaser. You know, I just want everybody to have a good time. So, you know, I think, you know, that's good, good for you. And, um, you know, obviously, you know, keep, you know, keep it up, keep up, you know, you know keep up the good work. I, I, I think good for you. And, uh, you know, I've had, uh, you know, some, uh, some onesomes, you know, that are really good. You know, I think when, when men brag, they don't usually brag about a lot of onesomes, but, you know, been, been you know, pretty good at doing onesomes. So, um, or solo stuff. I've been doing really good with solo. Um, so, so Listen, I mean, keep doing what you're doing. So, listen, today, uh, super excited. It was a great, uh, great time, great segments. We got, you know, those those were great. And uh, thank you all. I didn't even take the four seconds to make sure you like, share, and subscribe. Or I'll come to your house. I'll find you, and I'll drag you into a parking lot with a friend, and it's, it's going down. You know, understand what I'm saying? We're doing threesomes in a parking lot. So I was waiting until the all the captions have come in, and they did. But I think you got to go with the, the people who have voted on the comment that was like. So on this very embarrassing photo of me right here in this camp chair, there it is. Extremely embarrassing. I think Laura Duborg took it. The, uh, the mother of my nieces, uh, I, have to, I have to say that she probably, you know, she took that one. She gave me a good roast. Thank you, everybody, for your comments on Instagram and on Facebook. It is an extremely embarrassing photo. I agree. Um, and I, I should be ashamed of myself, but I'm not ashamed of the Trulies, okay? Got to watch my waistline. I'm a thick bitch, okay? So, Laura Duborg, you get $25 to whatever you want. I don't think you're a Dunkin' Donuts drinker. I don't know how you could say that or do that in New England, but here we are. All right. Shout out to Laura. Thank you. Thank you all. I'm out. All right. Listen, I'm out. You guys have fun.
Later. <laughs> so good.